Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This episode contains uplifting melancholy. We often talk about music transporting us, taking us to a different place emotionally or geographically. And in this episode, we're doing both with the Spanish dances for piano by Enrique Granados. This is music that seems totally infused with a sense of Spain, but also with an all-pervading sense of wistful melancholy. And yet, it's not sad music. I find it strangely uplifting. Music from Spain will also gear us up for the next episode of Cacophony, where I'm talking with the YouTube scientist and keen singer Simon Clark about Joby Talbot's terrific Path of Miracles, which is set in and around the pilgrim route, the Camino de Santiago, Way of St James. Yeah, this is a trailer. Here's Simon telling us why we should listen. Hearing the very conclusion of this piece is such a profound sort of skin-crawling goosebumps kind of moment. You don't want the music to end, but if it ended at that moment, it would be perfect. It's one of these pieces that I am forever recommending to people. People have a very fixed idea about what choral music is. It's hymns, it's stuff that's sung at royal weddings and Christmas carols. That's kind of it. And this just blows that perception out of the water. This is a piece that if people give it the time and they listen, not just hear it, but if they if they sit back and they really listen to it, there's just such riches to be taken from this. And it's a thing that can really change your perception of what music and what choral music can be. I, I just really hope that people listen to it. Now back to today. In his early 20s, Enrique Granados wrote four sets of three Spanish dances. And then they got combined by the publisher into one set of 12. It's normal for pianists in concert to cherry-pick one or two, and only on CD that you might get the complete set. CD makers like completeness. All 12 in one go can be too much of a good thing. So we're going to listen to the first six, which seems like just the right amount. Granados was a good pianist, and he had an excellent feel for the different colours and textures that the piano can produce. But he didn't like travelling, so the life of a touring concert pianist wasn't for him. Aside from a couple of years in Paris to study, and the occasional visit afterwards, he was pretty much Spain-based. It's ironic then, more accurately tragic I suppose, that it would be travel that led to his premature death. In 1916, the middle of World War I, he went to New York for the premiere of an opera he'd written. He was then invited to play for the US president, which meant rebooking his return boat. So having successfully recrossed the Atlantic to England, he and his wife, Emparo, were on a cross-channel ferry to France, which was torpedoed by a German submarine. At least 50 people died, including Amparo and the 48-year-old Enrique, who, it is said, jumped from a lifeboat in an attempt to save his wife. The ship didn't sink. It was able to be towed to harbour and was eventually repaired. The Musical Times in London published an appreciation from a French writer who had known Granados. The author notes that he was struck by the charm of his personality, by the passionate languor which permeated all of his actions. And that comment makes me think about our musical preconceptions of a place. How, from film and TV, and yes, musicians and composers developing national and regional styles over a period of time, no doubt then picked up by film and TV, 
we get a fixed idea of what music from a certain place sounds like. Even if we never consciously set out to listen to classical Spanish music, we have a firm idea of what Spanish music sounds like. And almost nothing sounds more like my idea of Spanish music than these piano pieces. And that they're often filled with this passionate languor seems to fit with other stereotypical Spanish images of heat, stillness, sleepiness, but also passion and intensity. Rightly or wrongly, this music seems to conform exactly to my imagination of what Spain should or might be and feel like. The first dance opens with an almost fanfare-like flourish. There's that passion and intensity from the get-go. But it's a short opening number, so we're quickly into a more reflective central section, full of the wistful undercurrent of sadness, a slight sense of looking back in time. Each of the dances has the same ABA sandwich format. Each of them contains this reflective core even if the outer sections are already reflective in mood. Dance number two, given the title Oriental by the publisher, takes us to the Arab-inspired music of southern Spain that in turn led to flamenco. There's lots of piano pretending to be guitar or singer, and it's atmospheric and moving. Whilst it's in the style of something Arab-inspired or flamenco-inspired, and there's a lot of folk influence in the Spanish dances, there are no actual folk tunes. All of the music that Granados writes is original and his own. And we're back to flamboyance for the third dance, which is the closing number of the first set, and it does feel like a closing number. Set two opens with Villanesca, the only one of the six where the title comes from Granados as opposed to the publisher. A Villanesca is a simple, traditional song style that came out of Naples, That Musical Times article I quoted earlier doesn't hold back from criticism of Granados, and the author was keen to play down the composer's greatness. He clearly felt that some of the obituaries had been a bit over-egged, and he wanted to paint what he saw as a more fair picture of Granados, who, despite faults, he felt was glorious enough to stand on his own terms. He describes him as a charming and indolent dreamer, Maybe that's what attracts me to Granados' music. One weakness he picks out in the Spanish dances is too numerous repetitions of a theme. But, he points out, in the pieces with emotion and melancholy is this very repetition, plain, unsophisticated, that increases tenfold the emotional effect. It's all about feeling, you see. By the end of Villanesca, we know what we've heard and it always leaves me feeling quite impacted. With the simplicity 
comes a great deal of heartfelt honesty, it seems. Number five is the famous one, the one I knew a bit that then led me to the rest. The thing that I love the most in this one is the way the long tune comes to an end. It's a fantastic corner. In 1913, Granados took to the studio and recorded this one, among other things, on piano roll. Device which creates a paper roll full of holes, like an early computer punch card which can then be fed to an automated piano, which replays the performer's interpretation. Granados' own playing shows both that ability to draw out interesting colours, but also the flexibility and spontaneity he brought to playing. Or in other words, less charitably, how he ignored the written music, but captured the feeling, if not exactly the written notes. The final dance is another that actually feels like a dance, with its swirling stomp of increasing speed and intensity. But even here, one last final central section that really grabs you. I love these dances, the simplicities, the contrasts, the exuberance, and that undercurrent of wistful melancholy that seems, nonetheless, to be enjoying having that feeling. This is music that's somehow nourishing. Let's have a listen. Click on a link in the show notes to hear the first six Spanish dances by Enrique Granados, and when you're done, Tell me what you think of them with a comment at cacophonyonline.com or on social media. I'd love to hear from you. Do you know anyone who you think would enjoy Cacophony? Who are they? Please share Cacophony with them. If everyone finds one new listener, then Cacophony will continue to grow and thrive. Growing and thriving also needs the occasional injection of cash, as does feeding the presenter. That's me. So if you'd like to and are able to make a regular or one-off contribution, please visit our page at coffee.com. We'd be very grateful. Please come back for more next time. And thanks for listening.